Welcome aboard the My Ship Story podcast. Time to head up to the pool bar, grab yourself a Singapore sling, settle in and listen to modern day sailors tell their best stories about life at sea. We've got a, uh, an interesting podcast today because we are down a man. This is the first time that we're doing this without Eric. He got caught up in a uh, real estate thing. You know, when you're a realtor, it's just like being a doctor or a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably getting you're sick always on call. Call. Always on call. It's probably like, I need a vacation so, from these jackals. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what he, because he tried really hard to get out of this. Um, not, not because of you, Carolyn. Just, just you know, just because he thinks he's busy. And, uh, <laughs> he, thinks he's, he thinks he's busy. Yeah, he thinks he's busy. Yeah. You know, yep. he thinks he's too busy for us. I guess I'm going to check in with Scott, see what he's been up to since we recorded our last podcast what's up scott up oh, what i've been up to since the last one uh not much just uh um today i'm actually doing spaghetti squash so uh my alarm went off just before this so um i've only done that once or twice ever so uh but it's always fun alternative to uh, regular squash so um we'll see how that works out but it's uh it's warming up and uh, you know, just kids coming in and out. And it was beautiful today. It was like 75 degrees, no wind and not a cloud in the sky. <laughs> Unbelievably beautiful today in Oklahoma, which is why fall is my favorite time of year in Oklahoma, because you just get these beautiful, cool days. It's not scorching hot. It's not freezing cold. In, in, in the fall, you have these like two weeks that are just perfect. You know, mm -hmm. and that's why we love Oklahoma. You get two weeks in the in the fall and two weeks in the spring that are just perfect and lovely. And then the rest of the year is just a shit show. Uh, yeah. It, well, uh, that's the funny thing in Oklahoma, as uh, Brad and I know, um, we have everything. We have the worst hail, the worst snow. We have, I mean, not the worst snow, but the worst ice, the worst tornadoes. For a while, we had earthquakes and just all this kind of stuff. But the only thing I'm kind of bummed out now. Tigers. Is tiger, a tiger park. Yeah. A, a tiger yeah, park just, guy. That just loose tigers everywhere. <laughs> it's, it's craziness. Yeah. But I am kind of bummed because of all of the uh, tree damage, ice storm, freak ice storm that we had. Uh, I do photography in uh, one of all of the parks where all of the fall colors and stuff, you know, they're all closed because all the trees are battled battered and fallen down and stuff let's get to our guest excited to have this guest on because one of my favorite people and i'm sure she doesn't know this because i'm kind of like a fanboy from afar you know when i first joined the song of norway which was my first ship i came on and i saw these crew staff that were actually entertainers it was carolyn keating i, I forgive oh. me if I, forgive me if i keep referring to you as Carolyn Keating. I know you're pretty hard into the Carolyn Leibowitz now, but it was Carolyn. It was Peter Vincent, Dino DeLuca. Yep. I would always go to the crew staff show. The welcome aboard show is when I think you guys did your like signature songs. Right. And it was fantastic. I always <laughs> went, I always went to it and I loved it. Well, you know, Carolyn, we're going to have to put you on the spot and you're going to have to sing something here in just a few. What? No. <laughs> you, this you, is not in the cards. No, 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 no. Do you remember the song that you used to sing? Which one? 
I, I don't know. Me, I don't I don't remember. In the Welcome the, Aboard in the Welcome, in the welcome aboard, show? aboard show on the song No Way from 30 years ago. Um <laughs> did it oh God. Um you know I'm trying to remember. I don't remember. You know what? I don't know if I remember either. That's, See, that's, that's that just shows how old we are. Yeah, I know. Just but I do remember. I I just remember that um out of all the songs that I sang and all the years I worked on ships, Ken Rush always loved when I sang Alita Adams' um, Get Here. Always to this oh, day. Oh, wow. I love that. Yes. That was the song he always, always wanted me to sing. That was on oh, one that, of my favorite CDs that's like a, a double pack of CDs of yeah. all romantic hits and stuff. But Get Here. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, I love that. That's a great song. Yeah. And every time he came on the ships, he had me sing that song. Always. Nice. Well, right. I, right, I just it. wanted to lead out with that, that I'm, I'm was such a big fan back in the day. I mean, I, it was so incredible to me just being this country bumpkin that came on the ships and then was working with these super talented people, you know, you, Peter, uh, uh, you know, yeah, he was, he was, he, yeah, yeah he moment. was a, you know who else was there? Um, Van was there. Remember, he did his Elvis Van. Yeah, Van had yeah. his Black. costume and everything. Yeah, Phil Van Black. Yeah, where is he? he? He's like falling off the face of the earth. I don't yeah. even know if he's on Facebook. He's not so much because I think he's trying to be a politician, and so he's. I knew that. Like he had really look yeah. uh, of him when he was on there, and then then he did. There was some. He's. He's on Facebook, but I don't think he engages Facebook at all. Right. But um, he has a picture on there, and I'm like, he looks like a freaking senator. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to be a politician. And so yeah, right? He's, you know, he's probably like, please, none of my shit people ever contact me. He used to do, remember the Elvis in the um, either the Welcome Aboard show or the Farewell show? Uh, he would do his Elvis and all the costumes and everything. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, he, he was very good. good. It was entertaining. It was very entertaining. You know? Yeah, he's like, I'm not a great singer, but you know, I can do it. I got my outfit, and he was pretty good. He was very yeah, good. yeah, so. yeah. He wasn't as nearly as talented as you and Peter, but he he made up for it in just enthusiasm, charisma, awesome. Yeah. Yes, yeah. his charisma. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I remember he had a lot of charisma. Yeah, there he was tried. a. Uh, I, well, okay. So we're talking about earlier about this triggers a story, and this is a tiny little story about uh, uh, about Phil and and typical Phil. We were backstage. I think it was like rock and roll night or something like that. And he was I can't even remember if it was the monarch or the Majesty, but all the all the crew staff and us were drinking and getting blasted backstage and stuff. And um, he, you know, he was on stage doing something. He comes off stage. He's hanging around. He's having a drink, and you know, right behind where we used to sit, where the the stage manager is there's a just a small bathroom right outside the girls locker room and so he goes in there he's like hey i'll be right back i, I, uh, I gotta go back out i gotta go to the bathroom so he goes to the bathroom and some girl i can't remember who it was but some girl just came down she ran off oh my god i gotta pee i gotta pee she opened up the bathroom and he's there and we couldn't see anything but he, except for the <laughs> his back was to us and he just right. goes Hey, come on in. <laughs> and she was like, no, click. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And, and so that was about it. But that cracks, wow. that cracked me up. I was like, that is Phil. Like, not yes. like, huh, go on, get out. Get out. He's like, hey, come on. Right. In. 
Right. And all the girls loved him anyways, because he was so yeah. adorable. So, you know, everybody <laughs> wanted to be Phil's girlfriend. You know, you, everybody wanted to be Van's girlfriend. Clean cut, clean, yep. like he was in shape. He was, uh, he, he was, uh, um, yeah. I, I'll say he was a handsome dude. Oh, he was. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll agree. He I'll actually, agree. he trained me. Because remember, the song of Norway was, um, back in the day, that was the training ship for, for staff, for crew staff. Really? So, huh. Yeah, I found that out after the fact. Yeah, that's where you went on and, and you started there. And then from there, you know, you went to the other ships. So um, Van trained me almost in everything. You know, bingo, horse racing, um, everything. Pool so, games. So it was a starting for the crew staff. And then, and yep. then after you uh, catapulted from the Song of Norway, if you got in trouble, you got put in timeout back there. You went yep. to the Viking yep. Serenade. Serenade. The Viking Lemonade. <laughs> the Viking Lemonade. Viking Lemonade. Remember? <laughs> in that, that great port of Ensenada that was like awful, right? It sucked that the port. jewel, the jewel oh. of the Mexican Riviera. Oh my god. I never I remember went to that either of those. I never went to the Mike and Serenade. And after doing this podcast, we asked, like, you know, what's your favorite ship? And you know, for a while, and I still think it's it's probably about it's probably just short of ninety percent of the people are like, you know. Viking Serenade was my favorite ship. No. We were no. like, I'm telling you, if you listen to all the the first half of the podcast, every single person is like, because well, we used to ask that question. Hey, so what was your favorite ship of all? And everybody's like, well, 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 you know, Viking Serenade was my favorite ship. <laughs> we're like, Ooh. what's wrong with you? I know. It, it was a car cargo ship. It was no, 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 no. <laughs> I remember that ship. <laughs> The most thing I remember on that ship was in Ensenada when there was nothing to do. I had to go over there and fill in for crew staff and John Blair and Katrina were over there and there was nothing to do. So everybody would go out to lunch together. And I don't know if you guys know this, John Blair always had his dessert before his meal. Did you guys know that? No. So like he would order like a burger and French fries, but then he'd order a Sunday and he'd tell the waitress to bring the Sunday first that he was going to eat that and then he'd have his meal. And that's all we do. We would we would eat in Ensenada and we would go back to the ship. There was nothing to do. Huh. Yeah. Pop us some beer. Carolyn, I wanted to ask you about how you got on board ships because I don't know this. I don't know I don't know how you actually got on board ships. My name is Carolyn Leibowitz and this is my ship story. I was born in Connecticut. Um, so we used to cruise a lot as a family. And I actually was on the Sovereign of the Seas and Van's sister. You guys Glow. remember Glow? Okay. Glow. Glow was the hostess on board the Sovereign of the Seas. So I used to always sing in the talent show. And um, the one sailing I was on, I sang and I got a standing ovation. And my mother was up in the balcony and Glow was right in front of her. She turned around to my mother and she said, oh, we have to get this girl to sing on ships. She's so good. And my mother said, oh, that's my daughter. So I met Glow. And Glow gave me the information to send a video video into um, to send in a video to Curtis Mackey. So that's that's what led me to cruise ships. Um, I did a video in the city and I sent it into Royal Caribbean and I got a phone call like three weeks later and they flew me out to the Song of Norway. Wow. Were you, so that's how were I started. You, were you performing like locally or doing anything like that? Like, were you trying to be an entertainer? Because your voice, fantastic. I mean, just. Oh, thank, thank you. Yeah, I was. I actually, um, I was, I just moved into New York City. I had an apartment and I was actually going to try to, you know, start to sing in the city. And then when this happened, I just said, well, 
you know, why don't I try this? Because they were, they said to me, do you have charts ready? You know, can you do a performance right away? And I said, sure. I just decided to fly to San Juan and join the song of Norway. That's, That's what I was sure. doing. Yeah. I was pursuing. Did you, yeah. Did you know where San Juan was before <laughs> you went there? No, I had never been there. Nope. Never. Well, did you oh. know where it was? Did you know, like no. when they said fly to San Juan, did you say like, where's San Juan? <laughs> I, I did. I'm like, I did. I said, where's San Juan? And they're like, <laughs> I did. I, I mean, yes. I was like 20, I was like 20, I was young. I was like 20, how old was I? 21, 21, 22. That's I was a college dropout. I dropped out of college and for, I went to the Berkeley College of Music in Boston. And oh, then wow. I was studying in New, and I was studying in New York City. So um, I still call myself a college dropout because I don't have a college education. <laughs> but Is that what you did you before know. cruise ships? You were, you were just going to school or, or, yep. uh, um, for, Okay. Yep. Going to school for voice. Yep. Wow. That's I wanted to be a recording artist. Awesome. I was going to be a star, but it never they didn't had have days. like America's Got Talent back then. I know. I know. Yeah. They had nothing. You know, they had the gong show. Remember that was like the closest <laughs> thing they ever had. <laughs> remember the uh, gong show? I remember. the. Oh gong yeah. Show. I remember, remember the gong show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Have you yeah, seen yeah. the documentary about the guy who hosted the gong show that was a, a, a CIA operative? No. That Chuck Berry. Yeah, Chuck oh, Berry yeah. was the name, and uh, that was he was he was he was crazy. He was completely crazy. Really? Yeah, he was. <laughs> but I have not seen it. Is he still alive, or, or did he pass away? No, he passed away. He did. Okay, that's what yes. I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Many years. Gong show. I'll have to. I'll have to look up for cuts of the Gong Show for my TikTok. Yeah, I'm <laughs> telling you. See, that would be kind of cool. So yeah, so that's what led me to. Um, to Royal Caribbean, because remember, years ago on Royal Caribbean, you had to entertain. You had to sing or you had to dance. Right. And I wanted to point this out. Or you could out. not be hired. Right. Yeah. I wanted to point this out that uh, crew staff at the time had to, be, had to have a talent. Correct. It wasn't like today, or I, don't, I, I really don't know what it is like today, but later on, uh, crew staff were not, they didn't have to perform. They just had to to entertain but Correct. they didn't have to perform they didn't have to do the sing singing and dancing and all that right. kind of stuff that you yeah. guys did yeah which was so much fun it really was i mean i i, I thought it was awesome you know well oh, you know wow. like even like when you know now that you know for our position the stage staff you know you've got to have some sort of theater as far as i know you have to have some sort of theater background or work in theater yeah. or you know some sort of technical something when we were hired the original stage staff when we were hired that was when they first started looking at people with experience and and behind the stage and stuff and and uh, that's what kind of got me on there it was actually and this is in a, another podcast, but I was hired as a, a ballroom dancer and got there and they decided, no, nah, we want you to do this instead. And I was like, okay, I'm already in France. So, um, but, uh, you know, there was, there was a couple of people from the stage staff even that came on and were like, oh, okay, so, you know, what theater did you work in? What would you do before this? And they're like, I worked in a coal mine and a gas station. <laughs> we're <Yeah>. like, <laughs> <laughs> Who did you talk to? What? How'd you right. get on here? And there was yeah. 
you know, more than a couple of people like that. We're like, oh man, of course they only lasted like a contract. Well, let. Right. Uh, why don't you tell the story of how you met Les? Because yeah. I think we want to hear that. So I met Les. Les came on a cruise with his friend that was supposed to get married, his best friend. They broke it off right before the wedding. So Les was going on the honeymoon with Joe. So okay. they were coming on the, you know, because everything was paid for. So we were in the showroom in the Chorus Line Lounge, I was there with uh, with Ray Rouse and one of the girls from the um, the U staff, uh, Lori. I don't know if you guys remember Lori. She had like no, 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 no. Um, she was part of the U staff. Her name was Lori something. She had like black hair. So, anyways, so we were up there having drinks, watching the show, and Les and Joe were behind us, and they kept looking at us. It was really weird. I could kind of see through the column that they were watching us. So after the show was over, it was formal night. We went up to the disco, and Steve, you know Steve Bassinger. Yeah. Was the DJ. So I Stevie walked into, B. Stevie <laughs> B. So I walked into um, the DJ booth to say hi to him. Right behind me walked Les. And he walked into the DJ booth. He knew Steve from the Nordic Empress. Oh. And he used to cruise with Joe. He met Steve on the Nordic Empress. So okay. he came in to say hi to Steve. And then he met me. That's where we met. So he wasn't working. He met, was a passenger. He was a passenger, so I met him on formal night in the DJ booth in a tuxedo. And and I, yep. So um, I I asked him what he did, and he said, um, "I'm a New York police officer." And I asked him where he lived, and then um, we kind of hung out for a little while with Joe, and you know we had a drink. Remember, because I could I could be with the passengers and I could socialize with them and everything. So I sat down with them and I talked to them for a while, and. um, I, I fell in love with him the night I met him in, in that DJ booth. Like I just knew. Um, and I went back to, so we went back, remember we had our, our, our curfew at one thirty, and I went back to my cabin, you know, Allison, remember Allison, uh, Scott, you may know her. I don't know if, okay, well, Brad, you may not know her. Well, anyways, no. I went back to her and I walked in and I said to her, I am going to marry this guy. And she was like, what? <laughs> and I said, yep, I'm going to marry him. So that's how I met him. And then, so he, you know, he cruised for the whole week and we kind of like got to know each other a little bit. Um, And then Joe, well, Joe liked me, but I didn't like Joe. I liked Les. And um, Joe kept being very forward with me and Les was very shy. He he would never say anything. He was just a gentleman because you guys know he's a gentleman. So I went into the mess one night to the girls and I said, okay, what am I going to do? I like Les. I don't like Joe. I'm like, should I tell Les that I like him? And the girls were like, yeah, tell them, just, just tell them. So Mm -hmm. I went up to the seventies disco night that night and they were there. And I said to Les, I said, Les, I got to talk to you. So he came up to me and I said, listen, I don't like Joe, but I like you. And he said, he looked at Joe and he said, Joe, you're out. I'm in. So that's how I met Les. (laughs) Did he go, you out bitches. He did. He's like, you're out. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, so we then we just you know we really spent the week together on the ship. You know we um, we went to Poco Cay. I get out of uh, port. I don't know. Somebody asked me to do port duty that day, and I said yes. And then somebody else covered, so I could go. Oh, Jason covered, so I could go to Poco Cay with Lass, and we climbed the fall. Our first date, we climbed the falls together in Jamaica. Oh, with all the girls. Yeah. Yep, with all the girls, and um, and then the day the cruise was over, he was going home to Staten Island, and I got transferred to the Song of America in New York City. Oh, wow. Perfect. So how it was like fate. So he flew home and I flew to New York City. And then he would come and see me every weekend at the ship. 
because he was dressed in his uniform so he could get on the ships. Oh, they, and, they never, and, and I'm sure that was hot, huh? Yeah, he, yeah the first weekend <laughs> he came up in his, um, his uniform. Yep. You know, um, we dated the whole time. It was like then we just, um, we had the whole relationship while I worked on ships. That was awesome. That's awesome. Yep. Did, you, did you guys hook up on the ship? Of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so I, I, I further will now, ask. See, and, these, and we- these questions are not just for dudes that are out <laughs> there right. hooking up. The women can do it right. too. I mean, they can, they can. Oh, there's, they're just break as the many girls. girls. They could break the rules. Yeah. We used to go, we, well, I didn't break the rules, but when we were on this, on the majesty, you guys know it. You used to walk out the door of the disco in the back. You know where the, the area was where the crew where we could be having drinks? And the ladders. Yeah, but you walked out the door and if you went all the way in the corner and you, and you walked all the way to the corner, it was like really secretive over in the corner mm-hmm. and nobody could see you. No lights, oh my God. great shadow, me, yeah. Me and Les were there every single night in the corner, just, you know, necking and just, oh yeah. that yeah, <laughs> Nice, totally. awesome. Any hookups outside of a, a cabin, like the secret disco deck? Not nothing like that. No, just cool. he would come. He would he would come sometimes um, on the Song of America, and the captain would give him a visitor's pass to come on board the ship. So that's where we would kind of hook up in cool. my cabin, and that's when some of the U staff would always tease me, and Charlie would always tease me that the hostess had somebody in her cabin. All yeah, <laughs> Charlie McCharlie McDonald. Yes. Yes, and Andrew and, Penchuk, yes. Andrew that was Penchuk. the big joke. Was he the, he the guy from Canada, Andrew? No, that's uh, Alvin. Alvin. The, uh, now, Alvin's from Canada, and now Andrew lives in, I think he does, still lives in North Carolina. Yeah, and he's married, and he has, like, I think, two or three kids. That That's how it started, and then, you know, the big story will be what happened a year later. So that was, you know, uh, when we got, so, when we got okay. engaged. What happened a year later? Go on, go on. So so this was the best part. So we So we dated the whole time for the year and, and Les would sail. He would come on cruisings. He did like back-to-back sailings. And a lot of the, a lot of the, um, the staff knew him, you know, Van knew him, Vicky knew him. And there were so many people that knew Les. And then he called Kelly Gustafson and he arranged to come on board the ship and propose to me. And nice. uh, JD did the video, even though member of in the course. day, we were yep. not supposed to do videos. And so they set it all up. What do you mean you weren't supposed to do videos? Well, you couldn't like video anything that wasn't related to the ships, but he wanted to video us getting engaged. So JD said, don't worry, I'll video it. Nobody will ever know. Um, And so Peter Vincent, so this was all set up. So Peter Vincent got me off the ship the Sunday that Les arrived in Miami to get on the ship. So Peter said that we were going to go spend the day at his apartment. So I went with Kelly and me and Kelly went to his apartment and spent the whole day there. And Les was literally in the parking lot and waiting to get on board the ship that day. So he got on board the ship and he stayed in his cabin for the entire evening until 11 o'clock at night. So he got the, um, the cabin steward. He paid the cabin steward to not go to boat drill because he didn't want anybody to see him. And somebody would tell me that he was on board the ship. Uh, so, okay. and then what happened was Van this was all set up. They made me work that night, the night I got engaged. Now I wasn't supposed to work as hostess. You remember we, we would get Sunday nights off. We would like do the welcome aboard show and you know, we were tired and we didn't have to do like the singles party or any of that. So we went to the meeting in between the welcome aboard shows and the cruise director says, Carolyn, you're going to work tonight. You, you have to do the singles party. And I, was like, I said, okay, all right, I'll do the singles party. And I looked at Van and I go, why am I doing the singles party? I'm like, 
I'm not, I don't have to do that. I mean, it's so late. It's like 11 o'clock at night. I'm like, I got to do the captain's table. I'm tired. And Kelly's going, don't worry. It's, it's no big deal. You'll, you'll come up and you'll, you'll do the, the singles party. And I'm like, all right, all right. So they had this all set up. So I and went you to had singles. no idea. No idea. Anything. Nothing. And they knew all about it. So Kelly had the champagne ordered from, from the bar, you know, the head bartender in, in oh, the man. disco. JD knew about the video. All the crew staff knew that I was getting engaged. All the dancers knew that I was getting engaged. So that night, everybody was in the disco. You know, you guys remember, we knew, like we knew the nights the persons would come up when they didn't, you know, have work to do. Like, so I get up there and I'm, I didn't even realize it. I'm like, God, I'm like, everybody's here. I'm like, this is really weird. I'm like, why are the dancers here? But there were some family, some of the dancers had family in, you know, so, you know, they would stay out. And then all of a sudden, um, I hadn't talked to Les in a while and I got really upset. And I said to Kelly, I'm like, I keep calling him and I keep calling him and he's not answering the phone and I don't know where he is. So I went to walk out of the disco to call him. They flipped me around and walked me onto the, the dance floor and Les was walking into the disco at 11 o'clock at night. He walked into the middle of the dance floor and then everybody made this huge circle on the dance floor around us. Oh man. And he had this thing in his arm. He had this box in his arm and we danced the same song that we danced the night I met him in the disco, the, you know, the year before the year ago before that. And then he got down on his knee and he opened up the box and it was a red rose. It was velvet. And he opened it up and he got down on his knee in front of everybody. And he said, well, you married me. And oh, the, the video was rolling. Wow. wow. I had, yeah, I had no idea that, that the video was, was, was being taped. Of course I said, yes. And then I forgot that he was cruising because it was like 11 o'clock at night. And I said something to him like, um, what are you doing here? All right. Yeah, I said, like, are you staying or something like that? And he's like, yeah, I'm staying for the whole week. So he was on board for the entire week. Wow. And it was awesome. And then we had champagne in the disco. Um, oh, the DJ was Troy. Don't you guys remember Troy? He worked on The Empress. Well, unfortunately, he just recently passed away. He was sick for a while. And he just passed away, I think, like a month ago. But he played the song. Yeah, he played He played the song um, when we got engaged. And then he, he spent the entire week with us and we what's had your, an awesome what's time. your guys' song? What song? Uh, Beautiful in My Eyes by Joshua Kedison. Awesome. Joshua Kedison. Yeah. So he stayed the whole week and we did everything with all of the um, crew staff. Did you everybody know, did, like, go completely nuts and like, I mean, that yeah. has got to be such it a was. great moment for everybody. We have the video. We still have the video. So JD did the whole video for me. He made a whole video and he gave me a copy and he has afterwards where the champagne came and all the girls wanted to see my ring. And yep. well, so we may have to uh, ask permission to show that video or you could post that video on your story when we, when we post Yeah, it. no, no. Yeah, we have it. Yeah. That'd yeah. be amazing. So you guys get engaged Correct. and do you leave ships very soon after that? No, nope, Or do we you got, stay on? I stayed on and we got married the following year. I stayed on. He went and, back to work and I stayed on. Mm-hmm. And then when did, when did you guys start the cruise planners? Um, we started the cruise planners after we got married. Um, we got married in 96. We actually ended up working shoreside in New York when the Song of America came in. Do you guys remember? Oh, Brad, you do. You remember Tony Kalina? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Big, right. big, okay. Yeah, he's a big, yeah. good friend of mine. Yeah. Correct. Okay. So Tony worked, remember he was still short. He was still working as a purser. So I knew Tony really well from, you know, working on ships. So he hooked us up to work at the pier on Sundays. So we used to go down to the pier on Sundays and work the song of America. 
and less we would be like supervisors, you know, the desk, remember when the passengers come in to check in and everything? We worked down there and then eventually um, somebody that I hired was a travel agent. Um, I became like the manager of staffing. So I staffed the, the piers and the airports and everything. And I trained all of the, the staff there. And then a, a woman that I hired was a um, she had her own travel agency. So I started working for her a little bit just to have fun because, you know, I, I loved the cruising and everybody was always intrigued. You guys know people are very, very intrigued when they speak to somebody that worked on a cruise ship. And you guys know they want to sit and talk to you for hours. They're like, oh, my yeah. God. You worked on a cruise ship. Oh my God, that was so incredible. So you, you know, you sit talking about it and everybody would always say to me, you know, Carolyn, you should sell cruises. And I was like, really? Well, I don't know. And then all of a sudden when I hired her, she had her own agency in the city. And she said to me, well, why don't you just come work for me? And you can just sell a little bit of travel and you'll make some money. And so I went home to Les and I said, Let, let's, let's um, do this. And, and we'll go on vacation once a year with the kids. So I worked for her for quite a while and I did so well. So then we bought cruise planners. We bought cruise planners in 2006. So we're 14 years in. And doing well. Yeah. I mean, up until COVID, um, we were going to have a record <laughs> year this year. This year was going to be our record year. And um, unfortunately, we all know that COVID took a turn for everybody. So, um, you know, the whole year has been um, since March. I haven't sent anybody on a vacation at all. Not on a cruise, not on a land vacation, nothing. Everything was everything has been canceled. Well, everything um, everybody's locked down and locked out. Everybody's locked down. down. And now yep. we're getting ready to go into that again. I know. Well, hopefully I'll have clients going to Hawaii in December. That will be my first vacation since March that I've actually sent a family on a vacation. And uh, let's just mention that um, you have been doing these um, world yes, gatherings. World yeah. Yes. Uh, cruises, which I went on with with eric and scott mm -hmm. and yep. we had a fantastic time it was awesome i just want Get to ready. encourage everyone to to do that again and your plan tell us yes that. um well yeah you know what happened um you know we did the first one in 14 it was awesome it was fantastic no when we have like you know just i mean for us this is great but for people in general just a cruise i think i always like you know Everybody, like the first contract you do, you're like, oh, is this for me? I don't know. And then you get back it again. You get into the run of everything. And I think that's yeah. cruising. Is, it's got to be the best vacation because your hotel just – you wake up in a different land. You can be as quiet as you want to, as crazy as you want to, yep. and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I think it, 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 it also keeps you young. Like a lot of people that I know um, that are my age that, that spent, you know, the same amount of time on land – uh, look older than I am or more out of a shape than I am. And right now I'm really out of shape. Uh, when we yep. go and see everybody and you talk to everybody and you engage with people on the cruise, whether it's a reunion cruise or just your first, second, third, 15th cruise, it's just, it's just awesome. Everything about it's awesome. Yeah, it's, oh yeah, absolutely. And this is why I've been after you, Carolyn, to be on this <laughs> podcast so hard because that reunion cruise really triggered why we're doing this podcast. I mean, if we had Correct. not, yep. if we had not been on that reunion cruise, we wouldn't be doing this podcast because right. that is what really triggered us because we all got together on the cruise and uh, Eric and Scott and I had worked together, but we really didn't know each other very well because we were in different departments. But we got together, and when I started having these ideas about doing a podcast, that reunion cruise is what triggered everything. Yeah. Because 
we all got together and we hadn't seen each other for 30 years. And right. we just, we were just back together. Just, just like we'd been on a, a vacation it, and come back. <laughs> right. And isn't it, and it's so funny because when you get together, you feel like time has stood still and, and you yeah. just go back and you're like, you're like, Oh my God. It's like, we never left. Like yeah. that's what's so crazy about it is that we all spend so much time together that when we see each other, we're like, oh my God, this is just like the best. When, when you have it, it doesn't matter if you are with someone or whether you're friends or whether you're married or, or whatever it is. If you work on a cruise ship, whatever late relationship you have with your friends or, or closer than friends, it progresses and it makes that great. It's like dog's years. Like if you were on a ship for five years, you, you actually have that relationship that probably was more like 15 years, you know, because oh, yeah. you work with everybody 24 hours a day, seven days a week for six months at a time. And you can't wait to get back to those people. So, uh, so yeah. from that, you know, we all became, like you said, we, we became family or like best friends a lot of people work for, you know, one, two, three, four years. I mean, I work four, five, six, eight, eight years, but right. yeah, we're, we're all best friends. So let me, uh, let me take you back, Carolyn. So on the, as far as our stories, our ship stories, you have any other ship stories? Here's a real secretive <laughs> one, but I, 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 I'm not. A there we go. Nope. Yeah, yeah, that's the one we want. You I don't even think my, tell, I don't just even think my husband knows this one story. Just, well, oh, you know, perfect. This tell is going to be great. Uh, Tell it right now. But I can't tell the whole story. I just have to kind of like. Yes, don't mention okay, any So name. I'm not going to mention names. Let's see. One of the, well, something I'll never remember is one night I was late to dinner in the mess on the Majesty. I had, I had a thing for one of the USTAF gentlemen. I'm not going to give any names. If he's, if he hears this, he'll know who it is. I was not with Les. So I was, I was definitely single. Sam Evans, Sam Evans, yeah. you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> this is BL. I, BL. Yeah, this is I BL ended up in Les. his cabin and I, I like really almost like seduced him. Not, you know, to the, I was late to the mess because I was busy doing something and um, I will never forget that day. And then we had to go to the mess and eat and he came down too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I should tell more because we're really not supposed to go that far. That is that so was pretty, um, It's awesome <laughs> still. That was pretty escape for me you might think it's boring but it wasn't boring to me uh not boring at you, all you can just imagine you know what i'm saying well, look you look, guys are not answering every every that? you know don't. Can you, can oh i lost you uh -oh. no i can't hear you hold on check 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 and there's less while she's telling a story about some other dude did you hear us talking about how hot you are no that's, okay good <laughs> <laughs> That's why we muted you and, and uh, told you to we, uh, we we needed a break. We're like, gosh, she's so hot. Okay, oh, she's so full. Uh, anyways, okay, yeah. where were yeah, we? Might not have been that exciting of a story, but you know that was a pretty good one for me. I thought that, that was, was a, a long great story. time ago. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think that story had a beginning, a middle, and an end. It had a beginning. For God's sakes. But yeah. there was no meat to that story. Hear the meat. No, here, I still have you. <laughs> what kind of meat? What kind of meat are you looking for? Well, just just. Hey, 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 hey! We're not on oh, YouTube no. Red. Well, there was a start. There was a middle, and then there was an end. Yep. Back in the day, I will not mention names. Thank you, Carolyn. Well, thank you for having me. It was so great having you on. 
once again, I just want to mention you're the catalyst really that kind of got this whole podcast started. So it's so great having you on because you're kind of the seed that got this thing started. Yeah. You know what? It's awesome to hear that. I mean, that's, that's what's supposed to happen. So I, that's awesome. We'll feature you in the Royal Gathering. So we should do something with you guys. We need to do Thank a podcast you. on Correct. the ship. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 we could do that. We'll that have to do cool. that. We'll have to get a business license real quick so we can write it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey, uh, Carolyn, we want to give you a shout out to your cruise planners. So if everybody wants a, uh, to book a cruise on uh, land or sea or anything, uh, be sure to go to uh, cruise planners. Carolyn, please uh, tell us your name and phone number and email address or uh, your website about cruise planners. Okay. Uh, we are cruise planners. Our website is www it's a cruise thing.com see Leibowitz at cruiseplanners.com thanks for being on carolyn good to see you again you ha- have done the uh like uh if I if I oh my god oh upon the sea yeah i was the seamstress yeah okay yes. do well, there we go was, we'll do that, you know that half a yard or cut it by the inch snip that's what i was half a yard or cut it by the inch snip that's all I could be. I couldn't be a black or any of that. All <laughs> right. Thanks, Great everybody, for listening to the My Ship Story podcast. You may now disembark the podcast. <laughs> hey, everyone. The ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio, and if you would like to see this podcast and video, please visit our YouTube channel, my ship story you can also find us on facebook and instagram as my ship story don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or if you like you can email us your story for us to read on the air email us at my ship story podcast at yahoo.com that's my ship story podcast at yahoo.com goodbye for now and be sure to tune in next week same time as we'll have a new podcast every monday bon voyage